Well, hello there. My name is Oad from Israel, and I really wanted to listen to this next program from the Jewish Community Radio. It's great. Joining us in studio this week is right from Israel, former Clevelander Gary Roth. Gary, welcome to welcome to the Jewish Community Radio here in Cleveland. Hello, everybody in Jewish Cleveland. So, tell me, you you were, lived in Cleveland a while ago, and you made Aliyah, right? Wh- uh, when was that? Made Aliyah in 1995, and. and and you and you were before that you went to um, you you went to uh, medical school. Went to optometry school in Boston, and I attended three years of undergraduate studies at Ohio State in Columbus. And uh, so, so you're born in Cleveland. How did you end up deciding you you want to move to Israel? Good question. Um, it's something that I uh, attribute to my elementary school years. When I was in second grade, we moved from the comfort of the Heights area to Geauga County, and uh, it was a bit difficult in those days to be Jewish. West Geauga High School. Not, not, how many Jews go there? Today, I don't know, but uh, back then, I might have been the only Jew in all of the elementary school. Today, there probably are a lot, but yeah, in the 80s, I think there's, I, I know, I think I knew of one other person um, who went other than you, but uh, but you, uh, so, so you went to medical school in Ohio State, and uh, somehow you found uh, your way to. Um, to, uh, to working in Israel. Right. Um, I actually went in 1987 on a three-month clinical rotation through the optometry school in Boston. It was affiliated with the Hadassah, Hadassah Hospital in Jerusalem. And I made contacts there that, uh, eventually, offer, uh, that eventually led to teaching the profession in 1995 and continues to the present. Interesting. And you also had some um, some articles, in fact, uh, along the way in the uh, British Optometry Journal. Well, what happened there was I was reading a British journal and I spotted an American product that consisted of American lenses and eyeglass frames. This particular Florida company offered two tiers. One was for charitable institutions and the other was for commercial ones. And we were able to bring over this product in 1997 to the Samuel Bliss Eye Clinic, which is part of the Casper Plitnik Health Center, originally founded by the former chief rabbi of South Africa and another rabbi in England. Uh, I am not the first optometrist there, but uh, we were the first ones, my wife and myself, to establish the optical dispensary. My wife, Rachel, is from Framingham, Mass., and she is a certified optician. And uh, tell us about, um, uh, so, so you, so you actually, actually met in Boston there. That's right. Um, the uh, Bostoner Shul sponsored a Malava Malka in the home of one of the Rebbe's followers, and the Young Israel of Brookline Singles Group co-sponsored this event. And when I walked into the room, fate would have it that the last chair available in the room was next to my future wife, <laughs> and further. In the course of conversation, 
it turns out that my wife's best friend was a year ahead of me in optometry school. Interesting. So I got a funny feeling that you, because of Boss Connection, you probably know a fine name in uh, don't know. Okay, because he just he has to make, we play his music also. He he's out in Israel also, and he um he runs a choir there, and we play some of his music. I don't think I have it with me today, but I can try to see if I can dig it up uh, during the break. But uh, nonetheless, uh, he's uh one of the uh, the other famous uh, uh, Bostonians uh, in in Israel. So, um, but uh, nonetheless, uh, so you're involved with uh, this. Um, uh, I should say, tell us about Project I Save. Okay, um, when the Florida company was bought out and we could no longer obtain the inexpensive products so I decided to start Project iSave which contains recycling eyewear um, that includes Lions Club's donations and a large donation from the Gift of Sight Foundation and other things as well and uh, so, what? So, tell us more about that. What, 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 what do you do with these donations? Well, um, when we get a pair of glasses, with a, uh, which means a frame plus lenses, we generally sort out and catalog the lenses, and we arrange the frames on our displays. I should also mention the To Save a Life Foundation in Maryland has been kind enough the past few years to cover the cost of one pair of glasses for a lucky welfare recipient each month. Wow. And so, you, so you're working, do you, do you primarily work with, uh, with the poor or do you, is this just part of, uh, of what you do? Well, the clinic primarily deals with the needy, but it is open to the entire public. It is located in the Bukharim neighborhood which is not exactly a well-to-do area. Uh, the typical patient comes from a low-income, large family. But I should mention, we also go to nursing homes and do uh, visits for the homebound. So, so this is primarily what you do all day. I mean, how do you, so this is funded through, through how is this funded then? Well, um, let me just note that my full-time job is teaching optometry at the Hadassah College in Jerusalem. Aha. Uh -huh. And this Samuel Bliss Eye Clinic is done on the side in my spare time. Wow, that's impressive. So, so not so you you you're basically making sure you are really passing on the uh, the gift of eyesight uh, to people all throughout Israel. That's fantastic. That, that that's that, that's fantastic. So, uh, one thing about you, I, I noticed uh, reading your bio is interesting. Um, uh, you have worked with a group which. Um, I hold very dear, dear, dear to my heart a group that has done a lot of great work in Cleveland, Volunteers for Clevelanders in Israel. A uh, group led, was ran by uh, the great Shirley Goodman, That's and right. she passed away about about a year ago or so, and she has done tremendous uh, work and uh, really um, uh, so, so us in her own right, uh, the stuff that she, she's done as far as selflessly working for people who who... Move to Israel, keeping them uh, in contact with their family and connection. It, even if for small things, as small as making sure that the, a copy of the Cleveland Jewish News is in the office in Israel, in the archives, so people can, can visit and see what's going on, helping people get packages or anything to Israel. So she helped out a lot by she. I understand that she she helped out by um, uh, getting you some initial glasses to get to get things going. That's right, and the organization has brought over uh, more than one shipment. Let me just add that the. 
volunteers for Clevelanders in Israel was very helpful in enabling us to move to Israel to make Aliyah. And that includes both a pilot trip in 1994 and even meeting us at the airport and helping us get through the various paperwork. I believe there is still um, some organization left of it in Cleveland, someone, someone running a little bit, but I don't think it's anywhere near the level of Shirley. The Shirley was just a dynamo. She was just nonstop. And I really, I got I to find out what's going on with it, if there is still uh, much functionality. But, um, but Shirley, Shirley will, will definitely be missed. And, uh, you know, so that's... Um, you know, what can I say there? But, but uh, you know, her legacy lives on in, in many ways. But um, unless you also received some um, some glasses uh, from organizations like the Lions Club. Uh, right. Uh, there's an organization called the Ziv Tzedakah Fund, and they have a representative in Jerusalem. And when we contacted, contacted each other, uh, he arranged for the office in New Jersey to bring over several hundred donated eyeglasses and that lasted quite some time and it was very helpful the the areas indigent appreciated that generosity very much so how are these lenses i mean these are basically these are new frames or used frames these are extra frames from uh uh from production or or, or what are these what what, what 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 do you need or what's given to you okay well let me just backtrack a little bit in the year 2004 the cleveland jewish news published a one-year anniversary article describing our activities. Um, I would like to add that since that time, the Clear Vision Company has donated hundreds of brand new frames. Wow. And they are based in the United States. Well, let's hear more about that in a minute. Let's take a quick break here. Under strict rabbinical supervision, it's Jewish Community Radio. Right here on 88.7 WJCU. University Heights. But uh, getting back to our guest here, Dr. Gary Roth, who's from Israel, came back to, uh, from Cleveland, I should say, uh, moved to Israel and is now back here visiting. And uh, we're talking about the great work he's doing with optometry for the poor. And so, Gary, during the break, you, we were talking about you know, how, how you get lenses and frames donated and you use those uh, to help people out. Right. What we do is we catalog the lenses, and once the patient chooses a frame, then we recut the lenses to fit the new frame. Obviously, we don't have every prescription available for every single person, but uh, we can certainly, in many cases, find at least one lens and save them quite a bit of money. So you want to, you're looking for basically uh, good, good condition frames? Frames and lenses. Uh, or if somebody has new ones they want to donate, uh, we of course take those as well, naturally. Absolutely. I'll say some of our donations have come when, unfortunately, uh, people passed away. And uh, many times the glasses are unused or in like new condition. So, okay. So, uh, anybody who has any, any old eyeglasses, let us know here and we'll try and get for you. Now, so, so, let's, let's say somebody has some here in Cleveland and they want to donate to your project. How can they donate to your project uh, uh, here in Cleveland? Well, uh, funny you should mention that. Originally, uh, the uh, Jewish Federation of Cleveland had offered a storage room. Uh, unfortunately, the logistics did not work out. But uh, the best thing to do is to contact me by email, and I will contact the Ziv Tzedakah Fund every so often, every few months. They have uh, a rabbi leading a tour group, and they put the eyewear in their suitcases and deliver it. That's fascinating. And, and your clinic is located where? Uh, on Shmuel Hanavi Street, 
which is um, near the Malot Dafna neighborhood, which is also neighboring the Geula neighborhood, which is only a short walk from downtown. Jerusalem. That's right. So, okay, so people, people know, so basically every group goes to Jerusalem, so, you know, you can't go to Israel to visit Jerusalem. You just can't do that. So, obviously, somehow they'll meet up with you somewhere and, uh, and bring you uh, the stuff that you need that will help the poor. And, of course, let's say if, if, you're, if you happen to have, um, oh, I don't know, a case of uh, sample brand new eyeglasses, uh, you know, if you're an optometry, uh, you know, or optometrist, uh, or happen to have someone somehow, uh, I'm sure you would love to have that kind of sample case as well. Sure, let me just add that um, a prominent Bostonian optometrist has donated uh, both frames and cases, and we have received eyeglasses as well. And a prominent New York ophthalmologist uh, sent us and brought over quite a few contact lenses and contact lens cases of people that have had laser surgery and no longer need their eyeglasses nor their contact lenses. Fascinating. I, I didn't think about uh, about contacts and as well as uh, LASIK surgery. I mean, I, I, you, I mean, that's a good question. Do you work with any LASIK uh, surgeons uh, out there? Uh, that, that, that's an interesting, uh, interesting thought. Uh, no, I don't. Although I did try contacting uh, one in Jerusalem, and unfortunately, they already had arrangements for their used eyewear. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I see this everywhere. They uh, not everywhere, I should say, but I see this at different offices or different places where people have you know eyeglass, do- you know, use eyeglass donation uh, systems. So that's fascinating, and, and uh, that you know that, that um, they're going to a good cause. And I often wonder where they go to. Not now, I know. I mean, I don't know where they go to in Cleveland or where else, but at least I know where they go in Israel. Right. Let me just tell you about one shipment we received. The Joint Distribution Committee. Attempted to send 500 reading glasses to Russia, but unfortunately, the customs people um, wanted quite a bit of a tariff, and they said, "No thanks, we'll send it somewhere else." And fortunately, the somewhere else was our clinic in Jerusalem. And I will point out that the 500 pairs of reading glasses went very quickly, very high quality, and uh, they. Uh, were very much appreciated. So, now, do you have anybody working with you, or is this just you yourself? Well, uh, my wife, the optician, and myself. And, and you do you do almost do a lot of work if you're able to give away all those glasses, or, or, or say, give away, say, put them to good use. Well, it is time-consuming, and we have formed affiliations with uh, other people. Uh, for example, there is an eyeglass gamach in the Harnov neighborhood of Jerusalem, so we give them our surplus, um, and the teaching institution uh, was more than happy to take our undesirable frames for students to practice on. Interesting. And uh, I guess that's a good question. I mean, you know, if anybody has any good condition eyeglasses in the area, if you want to know how to get a hold of Gary, uh, I'll make it really easy for you. Email me at fred at jewishcommunityradio.org, or if you're at jewishcommunityradio.org, you can definitely just uh, drop an email uh, using the contact page or, or just uh, whatever, and I will get him the information. And, uh, how, and how, often do you, I mean, how often do you visit Cleveland? You don't, you, are you here very often? Well, last time was two years ago, and the time before that, seven years ago. So if somebody saves up some glasses here, we'll, we'll eventually figure out how to get it to you. So I guess if somebody wants to uh, start up a little collection box uh, in their home or their basement just, just for storage, uh, I guess uh, I'm sure that would be appreciated as well. Sure. Let me just add that the conservative center in Jerusalem has collected eyeglasses from all over the world, including Australia, 
and the states, and that may be one option to go through your um, congregation and send it to the national organization. That's interesting. So that's a, that's a very good idea. We'll have to um, contact you. I know, I know this show has a pretty good uh, audience, and hopefully we'll get... Um Few people listening and say, "Hey, you know, I, I'll I'll help out." Or you know, even even one pair of glasses can go a long way. So uh, you know, and, and just you know, just people know if you have one, and someone else has one, and uh, they kind of just they can uh, kind of rabbits. So sooner or later, you, get, you know, you get two or three together, and you get a whole bunch more, and uh, the box grows, and perhaps somebody can take it with them. I know there's a lot of different charities across the world, a lot in Israel, and people don't realize. There's, there's a, I mean, there's an article in Jewish News about this not too long ago. There is a pretty um, Large population of poor people in Israel. It's not, you know, it's uh, there are poor people everywhere, not just uh, not just uh, you know, U.S. Uh, and there's always somebody who needs something that that somebody you can provide. Unfortunately, the number of poor people has not been going down, and the governments keep claiming they will set up a special committee to deal with the problem, but it seems that the government still has an attitude that the uh, charitable organizations should pick up the slack, and it's really unfortunate. Yeah, well, at least uh, people like you are doing great work. Well, Gary, I want to thank you for coming again to the show, and um, if anybody uh, wants to uh, more, get more information, definitely email me, Fred at JewishCommunityRadio.org. I'll get you all the information, and uh, hopefully somebody in Cleveland will say, hey, I want to I wanna put, a, put a, just a small cardboard box in their garage and just save them, and sooner or later we'll uh, find a way to uh, get more for people. I mean, I'm sure you I mean, me personally, hate to say it, the last pair of eyeglasses I had, I... Well I, well, I bought these more right now because I, I I broke the tempo off them completely. So I guess you don't want those. But uh, but but uh, you 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 want them? The broken we, ones? We even? could we re- even recycle one temple that's in good shape and lenses that are in good shape. Really? And nose pads and screws. Absolutely. Really? And let me just add, uh, it's been a pleasure being on your show, Fred, and uh, visiting the campus where both my parents studied years ago. Ah, what do you know? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great capital and, and a great university. And we also we should thank the university um, and the, the station manager for hosting the show. Uh, we thank them very much uh, all the time. They, you know, it's, it's a pleasure to be here, and we appreciate it. And we, by the way, we're going to be playing this uh, again on Sunday, I believe. So if you missed it uh, or only part of this, listen to Jewish Community Radio here Sunday, 7 a.m. until 8 a.m. And we'll play part of this interview back so people can who may have missed part of it can hear it. We usually do that, but uh, I think this is an important interview, and people should know about this and help out. Uh, in the meanwhile, uh, I want to thank you again, Gary, for coming and remind people uh, every Friday, 1230 to 1, Sundays from 7 to 8 a.m. here on WJCU University Heights. This is David Gabe. Sunday morning when I wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning, I put on 88.7 WJCU.